Hello and welcome to another Tabletop Games Blog Saturday Review. Off the coast of Queensland, Australia, in warm tropical waters, you can find the amazingly colourful Great Barrier Reef. It is home to over 40 different types of sea anemones, which are home to a lot of different kinds of sea life. Clownfish use sea anemones as shelter, taking advantage of the toxin-filled stingers as protection. Yet, while these two are friends, if you touch one as a human, the resulting painful stings can make them feel more like Enemy an Enemy by Daniel Newman from Newmill Industries. Look, Enemy an Enemy is a trick-taking game featuring cards with numbers. There's not really a lot of theme here, but you've got to admit, the name is pretty fun to say. That's how the game introduces itself to adventurous explorers of this genre of card games. It agrees that its theme is as thin as the skin on water. Yet, once you've overcome the tongue twist of a name, it is indeed a fun title. The amazing illustrations by Rob Turpin are gorgeous and the contrast of black and white drawings and the suit's colours really draws you in. It's so visually appealing. Yet, what drew me in was something else. I grew up with trick-taking games but haven't been able to get them to the table for a long time. Teaching trick-taking to people turned out to be a lot harder than I expected. Many trick-taking games require a specific player count. People bounced off the crew the quest for Planet Line, which I thought would be perfect to teach this genre because it's a cooperative game. The trick-taking element in Brian Brew High King of Ireland was a hit, but it's not a pure trick-taker. So, when Daniel Newman showed me Enemy in Enemy, I was immediately smitten. Not only is the player count very flexible, but it's also a must-not-follow trick-taking game. That means players just have to remember that they can't play any of the colours already on the table, while trying to play the highest value card if they want to win the trick. There are also no trumps or trump suits, it's all very straightforward. The proof came when I taught this game to my wife, then to our neighbours and then to their child. Everyone got it within the first game. Despite its thin thematic skin and simple rule set, there is a lot of game here. A lot more depth than you would expect. After a learning game or two, people start to explore winning strategies. With every game, players work out something new to help them win. Of course, others will realize that and adapt their strategy to thwart the other player's efforts. Enemy an enemy constantly evolves and doesn't get boring. As someone who knows trick-taking games pretty well, I find it very hard to remember that I must not follow. It's so deeply ingrained in me that it's very hard to relearn. All of the tricks and tactics I learned from playing must-follow trick-taking games have gone out of the window. Strategies such as trying to empty a hand of at least one suit don't apply to enemy and enemy. Trying to keep winning several tricks in a row is much harder, and in a way, you much rather want to be the last player in a trick, so you can decide whether it's worth playing a high card to win it. I've played enemy and enemy probably two dozen times now and I still haven't worked out how best to play it. I'm sure there are strategy tips to be found, but what these are I'm yet to discover. In fact, these are things I'm discovering with the people I'm playing this wonderful game with. It's a shared learning experience which is great. 
Despite the game being competitive, sharing tips and tricks is one of the great things when playing this trick taker. The game introduces a few additional mechanisms to what is really a pure trick taking game, which adds some extra spice in the shape of a wonderful helping of salt and vinegar to what is already a delicious dish. As a product, Enemy and Enemy is simply gorgeous. From the visual appeal to the wonderful cardstock, if you buy a physical copy, to the fact that you can play with such a wide player count. It works just as well with two people as it does with six, and everything in between. The two-player game is more like a four-player one, but it works wonderfully well, which is a huge bonus for any trick-taking game. If you don't want to pay for physical deck plus shipping, you can buy Enemy and Enemy as a print-and-play version. Of course, it's up to you to print it, cut everything out and then maybe sleeve it, but the gameplay will be exactly the same and you can still take advantage of the wonderful illustrations. In fact, if you love the illustrations of An Enemy and Enemy, then you can get t-shirts with them on. Anyway, the print-and-play version is a very cost-effective way to support Numa's efforts to bring wonderful trick-taking games into every household. At least, that's what I think they're trying to do, and I fully support it. So, if you always wanted to find out what this mystical genre of trick-taking is all about, then you can't go wrong with Enemy and Enemy. It's so very easy to pick up and a great way into the genre, while also being a game that will keep you entertained for a very long time to come. If you ever do get bored with the game, then you're ready to explore the wonderful world of trick-taking games. Keep on swimming! Thank you for listening to this Tabletop Games Blog Saturday Review Podcast. Please check the description below for links mentioned in this episode as well as to the written version of this article on the blog. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us some stars or leave a review. Please also tell your friends about me and if you want to offer financial support, check out my Patreon Ko-fi pages, links to which you'll find in the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. So thank you again for listening and I hope to see you again soon. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my supporters. Role Patron, Sean Newman. Magic Champion, John Risley. Castle Guards, David Miller and James Naylor. Dice Masters, Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and Robin Kay. And Shining Lights, Jacob Davis, Gavin Jones, Sarah Reed and Richard Simpson.